Welcome to a special Valentine's Day recording of the Better With Running podcast. And tonight, we're taking your love song dedication requests all night long. Bit of Lionel Richie style. So joining me in the booth tonight is DJ Zaka. How's things, mate? <laughs> Going well, mate. Yes. Hey, Valentine's Day, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spe- <laughs> special occasion. It is a we've, special occasion. We've done um, it. You've, oh, I reckon you're in the doghouse, to be honest, when I <laughs> sent a message to say, hey, um, I'm driving up to on my big road trip halfway to Bathurst tomorrow, so I won't be uh, won't be able to record. And uh, it actually slipped my mind uh, that yeah, you you may be in a bit of strife there, mate. So sorry, apologies there, and apologies to Nora. <laughs> is, um, I'll pass that on. I don't think she cares to be honest. <laughs> it's um, very quiet night most times. Um, and <laughs> oh god. <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> did um did you see yeah. that heaps heaps runners meme about um what are you doing for valentine's yeah, day what day is it tuesday yeah. oh and look if it's the, the crew out at hunter it literally would have been eight by one k reps i reckon so um yeah. that would have been well chuffed with that but um well i was out at the tan and yeah there was a lot of people doing sessions and running around so uh yeah ligon street would have been empty mate everyone's out doing k reps <laughs> or um yeah, you know, I did see someone running around with a rose. Um, yeah, might okay. have been Steve Langdon, I think it was. Oh, uh, <laughs> <he> was... <laughs> why does he that not surprise me? <laughs> he'd have to be running to Canberra because his his missus is in Canberra. So yeah, okay, <laughs> he, he might, might be a... <laughs> might be putting together a reel or something for the gram. Mate, I hope so. Either that, or he's um he's doing a long he's he's going a Kana style and going the long run, <laughs> going to some kind of world record. Oh, bless him. Miss Kerry, yeah. Steve. I'll have to get right. him back on and ask you about that. Mate, big episode. And uh, Mitchy Dyer, he must be too busy on Valentine's Day because he's jumping <laughs> in. <laughs> he's jumping in. Looking forward to Mitchy. It's going to, mate, cross country, world cross. What a week, Bathurst. isn't it? Like, oh. world cross. And then we're just absolutely treated here in um australia and particularly in melbourne with uh yeah that follow-up meet with mari plant uh or yeah at, at lakeside we're gonna see some of the big guns going around we're just seeing we're just getting drip fed through the last couple of weeks of who's lining up and i know mm. Mitch might even have some more insights there maybe a few whispers yes no a few rumors that um few, few exclusives for the mm. listeners so not only do we have song requests, but we've got Mitchie bringing the good oil on the, on the Murray plant, mate, too. And got a hero of the week to uh, we do. award. We do. We've got a hero of the week. We've got a movie of the week to discuss. And, yeah. um, mate, we're, we're full of surprise. Yeah, well, um, yeah, a bit of action, adventure, comedy. You know, we <laughs> like a good Australian comedy, and, and that's what we're going to bring to the table tonight. So, no, there's a bit of something for everyone. Awesome, mate. Hey, um, I did see some pictures come through on the chat. You, you did a bit of a before and after. I think you did. Uh, you had the thumbs up. You're pretty happy tying the line. 
and uh, mid-race pictures, and then we saw the aftermath. And um, <laughs> we didn't actually see much of you. You could just sort of see the um, the bottoms of your soles because you, <laughs> you were flat down on the ground. I was a little bit parched post-run, and yeah. um, oxygen was in a little bit of short supply. And I thought, you know what, the best thing I can do right now is collapse in a sweaty mess and just, <laughs> you know, basically wither around like a starfish. And uh, that's what I chose to do. We are talking about your Friday, uh, the Friday frenzy, the five k frenzy over in Bendigo, mm. and um, it was toasty. It was toasty indeed. So during the day, I think it hit the top of thirty-seven in Shepparton, yes, and I was yeah. uh, sitting inside at work, just quietly shitting myself yeah. about <laughs> how hot it was going to be and how much fluid I was going to need to um, take in, so that I didn't blow up but um if you were yeah. on about what time were you on at 8 30 okay yeah, so yeah, 8 yeah. 30 start i'm thinking oh yeah she'll cool down a bit and i'm doing the mass i'm checking the bomb every sort of 20 minutes see what it's gonna be and mm. realizing that i can't control it so i shouldn't worry about it but um come around we got to 8 30 on the start line and um i'd stop checking because i thought well this is pointless it's not really you know it's hot but um, it, it did end up being 31 degrees when we set off. Felt every bit of it. That is hot. <laughs> it is a hot um, or a track race. We just, yeah, you, you're exposed on the track. <laughs> so what? it was 31 and it's easily the hottest weather I've ever raced in. And um, I was like, no, no, you've got to be sensible. Just take it easy for at least the first couple of laps, set into a rhythm. And then hopefully there's a couple of people just in front of you, you can tack on the back and, and hopefully they're sort of around, you know, what feels like a good intensity level. And I'd noticed, I'd been speaking to a couple of the other runs, P-Boys that were running in the night. Yeah, it was and, a bit of a contingent um, down there, wasn't there? There was a good crew, really good supportive crew too, I might add. Most of the lads and ladies um, got up close on the track and were sort of watching the others go around. and handing out a bit of encouragement which was really cool um but yeah having a bit of a chat and a bit of a laugh because just past the start line probably but oh, sorry between the finish line and where the 1500 would start from they had a sprinkler so oh, i had yeah. a sprinkler yeah. on the track just like you, you know your standard lawn sprinkler um and you know earlier on in the night there was a bit of water pressure and by the time we ran, for whatever reason, had been pulled out into about lane seven, a lane eight, <laughs> and that that pressure that was yeah. there early in the night um, basically dissipated at the same level as my confidence. Uh, like it, it was nothing more than a dribble when we set <laughs> off to the point where it was just water across the track. Now it wasn't deep, like yeah, I'm wearing spikes. Every time I ran through it, I just got a big sock, like sock full of water. Like this just this is not doing anything like just might as well just pull the hose off the track the only way i'm going to actually feel this is if i collapse and roll in it but um yeah so it was look it was a good idea at the time but unfortunately <laughs> the execution didn't quite um did you take any water on board no not during the run yeah. um so i heard brady he even uh said for the first time in a ever in a 5k he actually mm. had to take some water on so yeah yeah i, I thought about it and the um Guy running in front of me did grab some, and I thought, oh, I've only got four laps to go. And look, probably in hindsight, might have been the smart thing to take a bit of water, water on, given how I felt when I finished. But um, 
it was just it was like an oven mm. um went through the first k so i spoke um first k i went through in 327 i actually felt pretty good mm-hmm. i thought this isn't too bad i actually feel like i've made a relatively conservative start um i feel like i can continue this effort um, just um just a mm. quick one how was it mindset because i know you were talking about your sort of um yeah a little bit worried i guess with the heat you know mm. in terms of the 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 field you're in and you thought oh, i might be at the back here how did you feel warming up were you nervous or were you thinking yeah this is this could be okay yeah i think i had a good warm-up so that was mm. probably the first part and even like i felt like i'd put together a decent race plan so mm. most of my um, races like i'll get some i guess some you know i guess some a little bit of advice from andy around mm. how to attack it but i normally um like I guess talk about the race plan with Anna on our runs leading up because she's um she's actually tactically very smart um, in terms of how she goes about her races. So we always sort of bounce ideas off. And I think um, you know, the general consensus of the chat that we had was that I'm definitely not gonna be the fastest in this race. I'm not mm. gonna be in the top 10 fastest. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason why I can't run the smartest race yeah. out of everyone and just had to completely put out of the mind what a good time was or what the lap splits needed to be just needed to really settle for those first few laps and not do anything silly and just had andy's advice also ringing through my head that you've got to feel good at 3k yeah it doesn't matter what pace you run at you've still got to feel good at 3k because whatever you got left then you can use that mm-hmm. with whatever's left and if that means a big kick home or it's more of a like a, a steady progression or you just hang on so be it but if you know that K three to four is just awful, yeah, you always find a way to get that get that last K done, uh, yeah. last last lap, obviously. But yeah, getting to that point is brutal. Yeah, I think um, for me, like it felt like a really good run up to about three point eight K. So I'd sort of went through three K, like bang, went through in ten thirty three. So I'd sort of gradually dropped a couple of seconds each K, but no, nothing big. I was fortunate to, like, I sat dead last um, mm-hmm. for the first 3K and it was interesting. I could hear the commentary yeah. coming through on the speakers and the guy... Gilligan's Island, was it? Yeah. Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a ball. He didn't know who I was, which is fair <laughs> enough. I don't, I, I don't expect anyone to know who I am. I'm, I'm literally running at the tail end of the field, but he was absolutely fascinated with my kit. Um, oh yeah yeah he just <laughs> absolutely loved the concept love that the literally anyone would wear socks that go with their top oh. and, and their spikes just couldn't wrap his head around it i am having a look it is a very good kit look i, I was very happy with it to be honest <laughs> i didn't feel that it was worth the attention that it got but um very happy with the quality of the kit um mm. so always as we say look good feel good yeah. feel feel gooder You'll be getting the uh, features. Um, well, they're not features, are they? No, they're in silent in, socks. I have tagged silence. them in a couple of posts yeah. and they've liked them but haven't sort of reached out as yet. So we'll chip away. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chip away with some yeah. subliminal advertising. But um, mm. no, so here I am. I'm sort of like running away, like running and just trying to keep a, a lid on things, stay nice and calm. And I know the leaders have got out pretty well and I, I guess – I wasn't really looking around the bends to see how far out in front they were or who was leading, but was really keen to see how Luke and Ryan Cramery um, were going. So like Ryan, Ryan's run to PB athlete and Luke, Luke is as well. Um, yeah. Coach Wide Brady and I thought I'd known Luke 
for a few years now. So I was hoping those boys had good race. And I'm listening out to hear their names. And every time I sort of listen a bit closer, they're just crapping on about me and my pink singlet at the back of the field. Like, no one gives a stuff. Literally no one cares. That, you know, like, yeah. And he kept trying to grab my hip number and then he'd miss it. And then he'd talk about it for another lap till he figured out who I was. And then I think when he realised, oh, hang on, he's registered. I'd better go uni. I should probably know who he was. He, he shut up. He like, yeah. just stopped talking. So that was good. Um, yeah, it was a good distraction for a little while. So you must have been... Oh, like obviously running within yourself to be able to mm. be, you know, coherent hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was the goal. Like, I just wanted to get to 3K because I tell you now, after 3K, pretty much the only thing I remember is I got to 3. Point, would have been 3.6. So coming around I've past the 200 meter mark, coming up to run the lap that would have completed 3.8. <laughs> and I've been thinking to myself, Shit, how many laps have I done? How far have I gone? I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. And it wasn't until I come around, I checked my watch, going, oh, it's 3.8K. Oh, shit, I've only got three laps to go. This is going okay. I wonder what we're going to run. And then I come around with two laps to go, and the legs were just like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm thinking, geez, 400 metres. Like, things can turn so quick. Mm. Anyway, I was with about 600 to go. Brady was there, and he was really good. Um, mm. He was still warming up, um, but obviously the – the elite race at the end of the night. And he's like, come on, mate, that guy in the black top, he's your man. You've got to stay on him. That is exactly what he does. He is high. In, if you ever want someone out there supporting you and you, you don't get to um, relax with him because he will no. kick someone and say, hey, mate, go for that guy in the singlet. Oh, mm. yeah. And it was brilliant. Like it was just a spur on that I needed. Look, the legs didn't have a great deal of response in them, but it just gave me another thing to really focus on and, um yeah like it, it made a difference so it was pretty cool um having him there he's obviously been a bit of a, you know obviously my coach for a number of years and, and a bit of a mentor um mm. as well so yeah it was really cool and then um i've gone right when the bell goes let's see if we've got a little bit of a search in the legs mm. and um last 400 it basically became a fart left so we um we worked for about 15 seconds and then the tank just ran completely out of juice and uh, felt like I was going up and down the spot like all right get to the 200 meter mark and then we'll have another crack and we did that and then the same thing happened <laughs> except this time I reckon I got about five or ten seconds and I, all right just wait till we straighten up for home and we'll just give it one last burst and um I just like everything was lactic it was like all the bad things that happened in the 1500 were all coming together but I just had the adrenaline of knowing you know, there's literally a hundred meters to go. So just my form was atrocious. There was arms going everywhere. The head was going a bit side to side. Um, gave it everything, got to the finish line. And it was funny. It was the slowest 5k race I've ever run on the track, mm. but it's probably the most satisfied I've been with a run. I reckon considering um, yeah, where you were sort of coming from and maybe even the mindset, to be honest, last mm. week, you sort of thought, yeah, well, you, things you turned the corner, I reckon, last week at that session. And then, yeah, um, yeah. Geez, I think was, um, uh, for, for me, I think like going over there, I was sort of thinking I'd run 17.30 to 17.50 if conditions were good. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, the fact that they were pretty disgusting and still ran 17.40, to me, it probably feels like I executed a decent race plan and didn't let the weather um, I guess get in and have as big of an impact as what it could have so yeah look from that standpoint really happy I've pulled up well legs are pretty heavy in the calves and the quads 
for the couple of days after and yeah i was that spent i think um when i finished one of the other guys came over and we sort of did a bit of a fist bump and that's all i had I'm like oh, i've really <laughs> got to lay down so i laid down i was down for about 30 seconds to a minute going oh well, no one can see me over here this is good and i felt this bag brush up against my leg and I'm like oh thank god nora's there awesome she'll be able to get me a drink i'll be up and about and anyway I sat up after a minute expecting her to be there. Look out, she's nowhere to be found. She's off. She's <laughs> off talking to Charles Jacobson alongside the track there. And, you know, Going back to the shopping centre. Yeah. yeah. She's <laughs> like, she's like, oh mate, sort your own shit out. I've had enough of this. <laughs> and um, the bag that I had brushing up against me was just one of the um, participants' bags that everyone else got. Like one of the um, helpers has just seen me on the ground going, Oh, I don't need this stress in my life. They've just dumped <laughs> it down there next to me <laughs> and left me there in my own um, sweat and filth, just uh, um, fending for myself. But um, she was all good. We got so up you and about. Have, yeah. When did you pick up um, the, because you said you were sort of starting at the back through the first three mm. K? You must have, must have been a few casualties. Yeah, there was. Um, the couple that I sat on uh, early on, I was able to get around them um, just after 3K and then there was a couple of others that fell back. So, um, Two Ling sort of, was there. Um, yeah, Melbourne Uni. She did a great job. She was mate. largely responsible for all, all the hard work in the first 3K. With a bit of running royalty there, mate. She's yeah. the national record holder for the 10K, I think, maybe even the They've got a random, they've got a 2.4K. So we've got a Juling and um, Jeevan and, and another Singaporean who both, I think, are going to World Cross this week. Yeah, there you go. Mm. No, she was lovely. I had a chat to her on the start mm. line, um, sort of around tactics. And I just, she asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, I just wanted to survive. <laughs> <laughs> so she sort of laughed. And I'm actually serious. So, mm. um, but no, she did a great job. She just ran pretty even for the first three yeah. k, and um, sort of just started to drop a little bit. Um, I, I ended up with only about nine seconds in front of her, so she ran a really good race. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, she she was good to have a bit of a chat with. And um, yeah, there's the other fella there. He was trying to run a national qualifier to go and run at the East Asia Pacific Games yes. in Singapore. So I think yeah, he got right? yeah. yeah, I think he got to about three k, and it was just not going to happen. Yeah. So he dropped out. Mm-hmm. But um, no, look, all in all seriousness, love the event. Um, there's just over 100 runners that participated in all the events. And whilst the depth of the elite field wasn't there, they actually had more races this year than they had last year. So the actual participation numbers had, had grown. It was a lot of fun, um, really cool atmosphere. Um, Sprinkle was a bit dubious. I don't know if I'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the execution could do a bit of improvement. But um, no, I loved it. And as long as I'm healthy, I'll definitely go back and, and give it a, another crack next year. And your performance out of 10, what would you give it? Um, if exec- race execution... I'd In terms of a, effort on the day. Yeah, oh, effort. Mm. Effort's a 10. Yep. Um, literally couldn't have given anything more. Mm-hmm. Super happy with how I paced, even though I did gradually drop it, you know, a second or two each K. Um, really happy with how it all come together. Felt good at 3K, emptied the tank, had nothing left. Given the conditions, I reckon I, I exceeded the time that yeah. I probably should have run, given what my training said. So, and I'm, I pulled up well. So, given those um, conditions, mate, you run mm. 17, 1741. I mean, there's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's um you're going well. 
Yeah, I suppose but to put it into perspective, and like, you can only ever, you know, I guess, really compare your race. But um, talking to Charles, who ran, you know, ran a big mm. PB at Box Hill, ran seventeen seventeen the week before, and it was eight degrees, and mm. there was a little bit of rain around, and obviously we know how fast that Box Hill track is. And then the following week at Bendigo, and he'll, he'll admit readily, he got out too hard. He, his first K was way too quick for what yeah. he should have ran, and and ran eighteen twenty. So it was a minute mm. difference. Um, from the week and you know obviously the variables were significantly different but i think it just goes to show that whatever shape you're in that if you don't get your pacing right and really mm. nail that that race plan things could have gone really fair shape so yeah. um to sort of run a time that i think you know probably where i'm at given yeah. the conditions I'll, I'll take it and um you know the goal really now is to try and get fit for cross country mate i reckon that was it bloody good result when i saw that come through and i mean you you didn't really talk about your time you just sort of showed the pictures and we thought hmm. oh geez he's he put himself <laughs> out there yeah. and then uh yeah and what was cool just going back to charles i saw charles and charles jacobson and nick mcdermott both yes. in the same race and then nick, uh, yeah and the next day how cool is that so yeah. a lot of them doing a long run out on, on strava that was um very cool couple of run to bb athletes um yeah getting out and uh obviously sharing the track the night before and then a long run no it was cool and even just um a lot of the guys doing group warm-ups together sort of irrespective of whether they were all from bendigo or from different places and yeah just getting amongst it having a chat um it was a really good social night i haven't done a lot of track races but yeah it was just a really good um place to be around a lot of good people crowd was really supportive and you know the, the numbers were really thick out on track in terms of support as well um, you know sort of people were sort of three four and five deep there along the straight so yeah it was a pretty cool experience great stuff mate nah very very good to see that one come up mate and uh yeah bring on bring on winter i think i think that lays the foundations for you now just to, to get into a block and mm. get going again yeah, no, looking forward to it, mate. You've got that, uh, you got Namurka fun run, yeah? Yeah, I'll have it. That's um, two weeks from Sunday. Okay. And I'll probably sort of go and run that to effort a bit again. Sort of certainly not an all-out race effort for that one at this stage. The goal will be get to 6K feeling pretty good and then just sort of gradually accelerate from there. But finish um, with a bit in the tank so that you can sort of get back into a session on the Thursday all going well. But um, yeah, nice mate. Good stuff. We have got Mitchie joining us in a minute. I will. I don't have too much to report on my end. Although, what do we do? Um, week was about eighty ish. So yeah, body just it turned the corner like later in the week. So I think. Last week, I was sort of talking about just some of those niggles. I was just mm. trying to manage and getting on top of some things. I actually, um, yeah, just just concentrating on a bit more on recovery, maybe. Yeah, just, and then uh, actually by Saturday, I probably hit my better, one of the better workouts I think I have in probably the last three or four weeks. Oh, I like was, the sound um, of this. Two by 10 minutes of yes. four-minute recovery. So Okay. I actually just looked at my Strava and I, for some reason, <laughs> I had three by 10 minutes up there, which is oh, like, bonus right. 10. Oh, um, yeah. No wonder people give me kudos because I did two <laughs> by 10 minutes and 24 minutes. So. <laughs> Mate, wow. <laughs> four minute recovery. <laughs> That's when you know you've had a good day. Yeah. Like the time, really time literally has flown. 
must have must have thought I snuck in an extra rep. Uh, but yeah, we were actually Al, Al was keen for us to hit this a bit bit more in the tempo, like better, better stronger effort than the threshold. And first K was three twenty six. Like we thought three thirties would be about the first one, and then try and bring it down to mid three twenties, even low in the last and doing it princess park so a bit of a change of scenery and i think that also helped because i think i'd been going to albert park and probably just going through the motions a little bit potentially mm. and yeah out uh, of the two flatter and say out of the two where do you prefer to run uh I, I I like the road at Albert Park. I do say that. When I'm up and going at Albert Park, I, I think the road for me. Yeah. But Princess Park was a good change, and particularly for this session because it's 3.2K. So yeah. we doing 10 minutes. You, you're not quite a lap, but it's just that, you know, you can sort of break it into pieces and get around. And geez, it was a, um, I think it was the not the it was a Fitzroy Football Club, not the old Fitzroy Football Club or Brisbane yeah. Lions, but um the amateurs. They were doing a session and they were like twenty big guys wide doing their <laughs> and they were doing a fart leg. So like we actually warmed up and I was warming up with Steve and Ben Morningham, which is a, another Kiwi that we're recruiting for for Melbourne Uni, and also uh Ben Kelly. Just came out oh, of nowhere and said, "Oh, nice. what are you guys doing? I'll jump in the session." And uh, we we were warming up, and these guys are doing fart leg. But then our warm up, well, we're running five minute k's, but we were sort of running the same pace. Like we'd run, and then they'd <laughs> sort of sprint, and there was like they were cheering like they like you you watch footy footy yeah. workouts. They're getting that excited about doing sort of twenty seconds on one <laughs> and just. We were out nearly on the road because there were some big units. And um, fortunately, it was kind of nice because when we started the workout, they were sort of nice and spread out and we kind of had some people to, to pick off. But it's a good spot for a workout. And, yeah, the, like you said, like the second rep, I just started to get going. Like felt as comfortable and sort of as, maybe as, I want to say as strong, but... I had the turnover towards the end where I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel like my old self in the last sort of, yeah, you know, 327, 326. And um, yeah, finished finished well and recovered. Like it's a short, you know, it's only 20 minutes of work. So you do recover. And that you know, the four-minute recovery does help. But it was a good one to get a bit of confidence back, I think. How good's that, mate? So the glutes settled. Mm. Body's feeling all right. The glute has settled nicely. Yeah. Knees still up and down, still working progress. It's just a constant. Like I've just got to stay on all the exercises. And I am um, yeah, some days are good, some days not so. Although in saying that, the next day on the long run felt great. Um, and we went up and over the hill, sort of um, I guess probably push myself to go a little bit outside my comfort zone and and go an extra 10 minutes and go over the the longer loop which does include some hills and yeah. i think it's um the, the right time just to just to push it a little bit more just to, to squeeze a bit more out of the body and yeah got an hour it was actually pretty spicy a few of the guys started to get get rolling towards the end Ooh. what it was for what is was it for in the 420s yeah, I feel like it was... Um, as an average, I'm sure that's what it come up as. Yeah, 424s, mm. which is, which is yeah, it's sort of at the lower end of 
where I'm at, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think I need that. I remember I was probably doing these these longer runs, those 24K, you know, hour 40, hour 45s. And yeah, I was going pretty well off the back of them. So that's sort of the plan to get to feel them. Although this week will be a bit disjointed heading up to Bathurst. I'll run a workout tomorrow morning on the Wednesday. And then I think there's talk of potentially a workout Friday. Mick Croak is going to do a workout Friday. I might even jump in with him. And then long run Saturday because Sunday's going to be a bit of a write-off, I think. <laughs> with um, <laughs> Well, we've got to drive back as well at some point. Oh, who's, we've so got, um, do you reckon there'll be a few drinks on Saturday night? I'd say there'd be a couple consumed, yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried about who might be driving on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brady's. Yeah, Brady's got a gig in the <laughs> We'll work that out, flip a coin. Has he got the um, the Kia from... Yes, yeah, we'll be driving up in the Kia tomorrow, yeah. uh, Thursday. So we got media, we got the media access sorted. We actually just got an email before Brady was up and about. He was, what was he sending through? Um, He's saying that, oh, yeah, Friday, we're invited to a press conference with Seb Coe, Paul Tergat, Joshua Cheptegai, Emma Coburn, Jess Hull, and uh, Jeffrey, Cam- uh, yeah, Cameron. So, have you, um, have you got any spare run to PB shows? <laughs> so, yeah, it could be a bit of um, <laughs> bit of recruiting for for um, run to PB coaches and um, MUAC athletes. Uh, just um, I would a chapter go and say, look, mate, thirty seconds of your time. You just slip this on, quick photo. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can keep the shirt. That's fine. I'll hit Cheppers up for an interview. Get him Chepper's on better with running. <laughs> Cheppers and Mitch will um, be able to do it. Do them both together. Yeah. Speaking of Mitch, I reckon he's just about knocking the door down in this um Zoom <laughs> room. So we'll um let's get him we'll let him in. No, you'll you'll love this. It's gonna be a stitch up. We got him in the room, the super fan of athletics, the athletics nuffy. It's uh, Mitch Guy, and he's actually a, a legitimate sports journalist. So probably should leave that <laughs> off, mate. Welcome to the show. Welcome no, leave it off. Leave it off. I reckon. No, don't, don't, don't give me that sort of satisfaction. Now, nah, boys, it's good to be back. Good to have me. Thank you so much. We thought it was an exciting week leading into Bathurst, and then we've just heard off air. You have got the call up, and you are heading to Bathurst. I am. Yes, I am going to be down in New South Wales. So, big, big shout out. Got to go to my mate, Tommy Thorpe. He uh, he gave me the buzz. He said, mate, we need some some in-house commentators, some hosts to rev the crowd up. I could only think awesome. of one man. Are you interested? Oh, and I, I quickly got onto News Corp. I said, I'm going to need a few days off, boys. I'm going to be straight down to Bathurst. So. You got COVID again, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, nah, I'll tell you what, COVID was so good for getting days off work. Eh? I, I, if my, I, I'm really sorry. My dad does listen to this. He's going to hear this. But there were definitely some times where when I was working on the tools, I was sick, but not that sick. So it, it, it did come in handy. But uh, yeah, boys, I'm going to be down there. Zach, you're oh, going to be there. We're going to run exciting. into each other. Yeah. So you're going to be, you're going to actually be calling, like sort of just talking about yeah. the race. Whilst I, I think it's like interacting with the crowd, um, mm. getting people pumped up. There's going to be something on the race day, which I don't know whether 
AA's spoken about it, so I probably can't. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'll be doing something else as well with them, which is going to be pretty fun and exciting. Um, and yeah, like I might be doing a bit of calling. I might just be saying what's going on around the course. But um, think of me as roaming Brian, right, yes. in the, in the AFL. That's <laughs> going to be me yeah, in dangerous. the crowd. Yeah. yeah. So dangerous. be if you're coming to Bathurst, be prepared. <laughs> Because I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in with some some weird and interesting questions. So get yourselves ready. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm coming to you, Zach, actually. Oh, I'm coming mate, straight for you. For hey, golden ticket. What are your thoughts on that? It's, uh, it. it's geez, it's, uh, it's exciting because there's some heavy hitters going around. It's going to be really, really exciting. And as we said, like the people who just missed out on the team or mm. anybody who thinks that they're a remote sniff to get themselves in, you'd yeah. be crazy not to. Because it wouldn't it be the ultimate flex, right? Whoever it is that gets <laughs> into the world championship race, you didn't get mm. selected. If you beat some of your countrymen, countrywomen, oh, yeah. Yeah. I reckon that would just be such a great feeling. Obviously, and... I'm assuming if they get or when they get in, they just run in their singlet um, that they've been given. Are they going to be given a specific golden ticket a, singlet? A black singlet. I, I don't know why black. I would have thought they, they would come up with a gold, gold one. Yeah, they should gold get a gold, one, yeah. full gold kit, gold yeah. singlet, gold shorts, the whole thing, I reckon. That would <laughs> just make it stand out. But yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, there's some big hitters in there. Anyone in particular catch your eye? Well, Liam, your man, Liam, he's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know he's going to go. He's winning it. He's winning the here. thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's winning it. Uh, Andre the Giant. Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think saw... they, they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Tommy DeCano. Ben. Benny Saint threw his hat in it. Like, you wouldn't write off a guy like that. No, nah, you can't write off experience. Um, mm. And Benny Saint is fit, right? Because he does a lot of those ultra trail marathon mm. sort of um, events now. So you've got to imagine that he's still got a fair bit in the tank. Um, yeah. And just like a gut runner, like Liam, they're, they're so mm. similar. They're on par. Wouldn't be surprised if it is a Liam Benny out in front pushing the pace. Um, Tommy DeCanto's in there. Yeah, Tommy DeCanto. Was he two thirteen marathon runner? Tommy DeCanto. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he's got some credentials. Is Seth O'Donnell running? Seth, o, I haven't. There's no start list, so I yeah, haven't heard okay. if, uh, if Seth O's there. I think it'll be really interesting to see who is on that start line. Um, mm. And see who goes through. And for the women as well, it would be interesting to see. Yeah. I'm assuming, you know, Jess isn't going to be there. Um, I'm not sure about Eloise Wellings. I'm not sure about uh, like Sinead. I'm assuming they're not because obviously Sinead's uh, going to get ready for the marathon. marathon yeah. um, but it'll be interesting to Could see whether open, or not, yeah. yeah, a crop of younger women are going to mm. come through and, and maybe put themselves into the race or whether it is the senior heads. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly who I'm thinking of. Ran the world championship marathon. Um, Sarah Klein, Klein. Yeah. yeah, like uh, someone like wouldn't a be shocked to see a Sarah Klein yeah, yeah. there, who's yeah. who's a hard worker, lovely mm-hmm. woman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think those races are going to be super, super interesting. And as I said, great flex, great opportunity to get out there and not prove selectors wrong, right? Because they're like they didn't really use their discretion. We could talk about that as well. That what we yeah. thought they would use their discretions on, they didn't. Yeah, um, yeah or yeah. people didn't put in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not necessarily proving them wrong. It's proving themselves right that they deserve to be in a world championship event and they can compete. If it was like, how would you guys go about running it? If you were the golden ticket recipient, if it was me mm. balls to the wall, I'm going, oh, yeah. uh, I'm all out. Like I don't, I don't care. Like I am. You're talking in the pre, the, the actual ticket race. And you no, got, yeah. the race race. I'm talking oh, about the race yeah. race. I'm leading it for the yeah. first 2k. No, yeah. no. You got the recovery. Yet. You come off a 6k hard and then you yeah. Oh, you'll be gassed because you can't yeah. expect yourself to do incredibly well. Mm. Like 
well, but not yeah. so well. You just I get out there far... for the publicity. Yeah, I wonder how Mitch, far back they start. Mitch, I, I was going to say, this is just tailor-made for Liam Adams. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is bread and butter, mate. Yeah. They had... This is it. Mm. When they got this across the line, they had one person in mind. <laughs> yeah. They went, this, all right, look. We're going to look. And Liam's looking at her and he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's like, no, nah, they should have picked me all along. This yeah, is bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to show them. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll get in there and I'll stitch them all up on Saturday yeah. and then I'm just going to be pacing around on the start line. I'm going to scalp them. There's rumours you know, that Liam's going to do it actually at the back end of a marathon session as well. <laughs> he's actually going to run 36K before I think he's the trial. Up to yeah. And he's yeah. Liam's going to run from his accommodation um, and, and also pick up a Chico roll on the way and, <laughs> and consume it for breakfast. On the Saturday, I believe he's also pacing in the under 20s. <laughs> yeah. Which is remarkable. That's the thing about Liam that they don't yeah. tell you. He's a man of the people. He's a oh, man. Yes. For athletics, the oh, it's going to be a cracker. It's going to be. I reckon cracker. I saw a photo of Liam. Just, just a, another Liam story. He was like repairing a steeple or something in a <laughs> in a meat yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would not shock me at all. But you could tell endless Liam stories. I yeah. like. It's almost the fable of Liam Adams, and and obviously I've like hung out with Liam a few times. I've never mm. asked him if this is true, but when I I got to, actually I got two pearl Liam Adams stories. One that I don't know if it's true and one that I know is full blown <laughs> truth. But one that I was told when I was younger, when I was, you know, probably a lot more social than running, was that Liam Adams used to um when he was a younger man, instead of getting a cab home Mm-mm. from the club, he would run he would run home from the city to his house in Essendon and, yeah, yeah. and call that his Sunday long run. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that fact? Yeah, that's fact. And that was in that was <laughs> that's amazing. And then Liam's yeah, Liam showing I'm showing my age as well. This is the days when you actually had to wear dress shoes to get into like <laughs> into oh, that is dinosaur days. So he's running he's not wearing the vapor flies back there. He Dude, he's running he's he's running home in like RM Williams. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Uh, and he would have doubled. Probably would have gone out at like yeah. nine o'clock as well. <laughs> Probably would have been out in the afternoon. Yeah. He's he's actually a madman, Liam. Yeah. yeah I could we could have a whole podcast just to yeah. Liam, really. We so, have had Liam on, but it was yeah. a bit more um yeah, he was a bit more. He was a bit more mellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Give me in there. I'll, I'll ruffle him up. Um, moving on to the relay, mate. This is exciting because um, there's a lot of talk about uh, a potential medal, a potential gold medal. That uh, yeah. I think I saw Abby. Col- there was an article of Abby Colwell that um, I think it was Wildwater Sports or something. Yeah, came up online, and she pretty much outright said, "We're going to win gold." Like, fuck yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that energy. It's so good. Like realistically, there's no pressure on them. There's no pressure. There's no, like you hope they win a medal and they're capable of doing it, but I don't think it's a failure if they don't. So mm-hmm. I want like, from my perspective, all I would love to see is them compete, mm-hmm. right? Is I, I don't want to see them sitting in the middle of the park. I don't want to see them watching what the, the leading African nations do or America or Great Britain or Japan or, you know, all these distance running countries. This mm. is your fucking home soil. This is it. This is, yeah. this is Bathurst. This is where Holden and Ford were fucking <laughs> bred and born and their engines were revving. Get your fucking shit into gear and go for it. There's, there's nothing I hate more yeah, yeah. when athletes just sit back. They're like, oh, and then they get to the end of it. They're like, oh, well, I, I couldn't work it out. You're smart athletes. This is your home. This is your between Stewie, Ollie, 
Abby and Jess. That is mm. a crazy stack team. And I and I hope I don't know what the order is. I don't know how it works. So there, there I'm, I'm not thing. entirely sure. I haven't actually been confirmed, but I think you can just order you it however pick. you like. I yeah. like that. So like the world relay champs where you can like mm. pick whoever you want to run wherever. Yeah. How would you stack it? Well, here what we go, you, Mitch. Here we go. Would you because pick? Not only are you working for AA, but I believe <laughs> that you're also doing a bit of coaching. Well, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, I don't know how that got leaked, but <laughs> exclusive for the listeners at uh, Better of Running. And how about but... the form Ollie Horse coming in off the back of equaling his national indoor mile record? Like pretty cooked. <laughs> what do you run? Three fifty. Yeah. Right to the second, like yeah, right that's... to the point, he equaled it. So he's that's coming sickening. in absolutely firing. That's sickening. Three fifty yeah. for the mile. Oh. I reckon Chris, that, I mean, you've got to go on the last lay and like, how are you going to like, yeah. geez, he's going to mow anyone down, isn't he? Yeah. I, I reckon he's going to be, well, this, but this is the thing. Do you put him first? Do you put Bank Ollie time. first and get out there and go, all right, let's, if, if I was picking the order, I would go, I would, geez, you know what? I'm probably, I'm probably starting with, I'm gonna I'm gonna send Jess out there first. Yeah, I was thinking Jess as well. I'm gonna yeah. send Jess out there. She's a competitor. No matter if they send blokes out there, she's gonna fight tooth and nail to be as close to them or beating as many of them as she possibly can be. You know what I mean? Like she's just a gut runner, runs off momentum. So mm-hmm. I reckon she would be awesome to start. I reckon you, you then you you go into I reckon you go into a Stewie. I reckon mm-hmm. you, you go from He's Jess solid, to Stewie. Yeah. yeah, you know what he's going to get. Mm. Rarely does Stewie falter. Rarely do you mm. see him drop out of like a, if it's a 1500 context, the 334 or slower. Mm. You rarely see him do that. So no matter what, he's going to be fighting. If he has to come from behind as well, think about all the times he's have to run off scratch in all of these mm. professional meets. Stewie's a fighter. He wasn't that good. Like he was good as a junior, but he wasn't mm. what he is now. So he's used to having to fight his way um, through things. So I think he'd be a good secondary. I almost think you go... Man to man, you mm. go Stewie and Ollie. Mm. You assume that, or maybe guess that people are going to be going like man, woman, man, woman, or the other way around. You try and give yourself as much as you can. And then one of the hardest work is given she does train by herself as well yeah. from time to time. You put out, um, you put her out there, yeah, 100% put her out there and just watch her go. Mm. Just watch Abby go. She would be phenomenal. So I'm going, yeah, Jess. Ollie, Stewie, Abby, and yeah. and every and so I don't mind that. I think Abby seems to be yeah. she does seem to perform on the big stage and doesn't she seems to just love the pressure. Doesn't get nervous. I reckon, mm. and, and imagine it's it's coming down to the wire, oh. and this is this is where I would love. I uh, hope that there are in-house commentators, and if it's not me, mm. whoever it is that gets given the opportunity at the meet, I just hope that it is a situation where Australia's in for a medal, hopefully a gold, mm. and it is hang on it is their calm and charge in yeah and we've got to rally around this athlete whoever it is they choose to be that last leg mm. and get amongst them because that would be such yeah the unique cool. thing about australians is they all get around each other mm. and i reckon no matter who you've got out there as so long as they're fighting oh, it'd be so fun to call it would be so fun just to call. the energy i mean you're thinking this is like the gels park on steroids oh, with, um, on you know you've got on <laughs> absolute crack like you've got your whole whole like every pretty much every fan like not many people not many fans are coming over from overseas i wouldn't think it is mainly nah. australians in the crowd yeah. just absolutely roaring 
It's going to be going. It's going to be going nuts. Yeah, holding flags. I might even. I might buy one in Bathurst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I might buy one. Man. Yeah. Oh, Stewie would be. Uh, yeah, Stewie would be a holder man. I reckon. I reckon Stewie's family's a holding family. His dad's a, a Tasmanian record holder in weightlifting. I reckon he would. He would be a big V8 Commodore operator. The great man. But uh, yeah, I, I reckon no, it's going to be a sick. That's going to be the highlight. Yeah, but there you go, Chris. There's your inside word. That's that's what the team's going to be. Yeah. I like that. We now yeah. we won't we won't let the cat out of the bag to the other countries. Um, no, no. Nah. Keep Shepherd. that in the WhatsApp group you've got going with those yeah. four. Yeah. No, nah, don't worry. I, I message them every day. Don't worry. I'm in there. I say, don't worry, guys. Coach has got you. And if, if people don't Have like it, today? yeah, show me your Stravas. Everybody send me your Stravas. I'm going to yeah. need to see them. Don't be getting on no bike. I'll know. Hopefully, I'll um, know. Sheppers and the rest of the Ugandan crew aren't listening in. Uh, nah, they, secrets, they got so. they got bigger fish to fry, mate. They they <laughs> they're off they're off doing their thing, whatever they need to do. I mean, so, they're um, all they're filtering in the next few days. Yeah. It, so so on the main race, who yeah. first Aussie? And, and can we are we going to see a top? Will we see a top ten? Is that a is well, that a big yeah. How about we we broaden it, Zach? Up. So, yeah, so I don't know if you've had a look at much of the under twenty stuff, but let's if you if you've had a look and you're across it, include them. Who do you reckon is going to finish the highest out of all the Australians across the races? Because we're taking gold in the relay. That's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that one's done. Yeah, they've Invest actually heavily. The weird happening. thing is, I did see a photo of the four of them wearing gold medals. Actually, mm, um, yeah. three forecast, it's which is like, weird. Like the NFL, it's all scripted. Yeah. Yeah, it, they've already they've already all got them. I've already done the. I've actually already presented it to them, which is weird. I'm actually back from Bathurst. It's already done. Um, oh, who's going to finish the highest? It's interesting. I think. Mm, Noakes is Noakes, Amy Bunnage. Amy Bunnage is. I think I think Bunnage Amy Bunnage will be the highest. Yeah, yeah, I think she's a top top ten finish for sure. Mm. Not for, not for sure because I I hate. Um, pigeonhole no someone yeah but i i think she has the ability to be a top 10 finisher mm. you look you look at the, like as i said the best 3k race i've ever seen with my own eyes was her run at the zatapec mm-hmm. when she ran solo, nine yeah. minutes solo solo like yeah. that is just fucking ludicrous what she mm. did and the ease of which she did it as well like she was obviously trying but you got to think about how much harder it is to do solo than with people around you yeah. um every special. race yeah, every race she's done here, you think about it domestically, she's been by herself. Mm. So you think over the last few years, yes, she's had some some battles with Claudia Hollingsworth or mm-hmm. um, other really high-credentialed women. But, I mean, she smoked that trial. Um, she smoked the Zatapec. She smoked the Nationals. She smoked the States. You know, I think she has the capacity to be a top 10. Don't be surprised if it's in the lower portion of that as well. Um I think she's going to go really, really well. Um, I think that the next best, I really, I'm I'm not sleeping on Logan Janetsky, to be honest. Oh, I think yes. what he did at the trials oh. to get over the top of Archie. Um, I remember speaking to Brett before, Brett Robinson, before the marathon last year, before he got the record. Yeah. And I was asking him, who of the young ranks do you think, they've never, who haven't run a marathon, but you think could translate and run one? Mm. And I don't even thought about it. He goes, oh, Logan Janetsky, 100%. He goes, this kid puts in mm. marathon training, but yeah. obviously runs a shorter distance. He's like, he's one to watch. And mm. I think in an event like World Cross Country, when you have um, distance in your legs, 
and you can get over hills because it's going to be really hilly and really challenging this course by the sounds of it. I reckon he's going to really thrive in that environment. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a feeling that he'll be a good finish. Where inside of there, I'm not sure. The Ameri I, I mean, I watched the American trials. They're pretty strong. Um, obviously, one of the young brothers is coming over as well. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, the junior Africans and um, I think even Japan has a pretty strong team. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think he could be a really high finisher. Um, seeing think, cream, yeah, seeing some emerging stars. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's so. always a really good way to, to sort of assess junior talent as well, mm -hmm. I think. Not all the time. You know, some people just yeah. get to World Cross Country and they don't perform as well as they'd hoped they would. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. But I think it always is a really good way to, to assess how serious somebody is as well, mm. how well they're training, how, how serious they take it. Mm. Um, in terms of the open men and women, who do I think is going to finish first? Um, I'm going to try and mm, – it's a tough one. So I, Rose I, won the trial. Yeah. From well, I'm not going to be – Rose was pretty yeah. convincing in that win. Rose was really good in that win. She's mm. so good over cross country as well. Mm, mm. Um, such a talent, distance talent. Obviously, she's a two-time 10K national champion. Um it's either uh, for me, I think it's either going to be Rose or Izzy. Yeah. I think Izzy will bounce back from the trials. Not that she had much to bounce back from. She was fourth. Coming off that um, strong half as well in Japan was. Yep. Yep. That was only Sinead. last week. Yep. Yeah. She finished two seconds ahead of Sinead. Mm. Um, I just think that she's so tough as well, right? Like mm. Izzy coming through the NCAA system, she was so injured. Then she got to yeah. nationals and then progressed from there. And, you know, she's been through so many trials and tribulations. Her marathon debut was nothing short of impressive. Um, and I know this is cross country. She's been really good over national cross country courses in the past. Has she gone um, a ride at the NCAAs when she was Yeah, there? Yeah, I think, I'm not 100% sure on her cross country credentials, but she was an All-American in the 10K mm -hmm. um, over there. And... I think she'll. I think she'll put in a really good effort. The men's is hard. The men's I find really difficult. Yeah. Um. To be completely honest, I think you'd suggest it's Brett. Um. I mean, Jack is Jack. You know, Jack, Jack is Jack. Jack. Jack's, can, yeah. The Jack in the box, mate. You never know when he's going to jump out <laughs> and and surprise you. Um. For sure. Because people I, probably thought his half wasn't. Although it wasn't bad, like, geez, he ran, what, 61 or something? Yeah. By <laughs> his standards, he one just, high, yeah. he ran 61, but, yeah. Yeah. I think he's, yeah, I think he's, he, mate, I remember, this is now dating myself, Jack has been good at cross country since we were six. He was, <laughs> he was state champion when we were six yeah, years old. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of cross country um, He is a jet at getting mm. himself over cross country tosses. I'm talking like multiple state championships, multi national championships. Um, he's also the Commonwealth Games half marathon champion. Don't forget that. Or the Commonwealth mm. half marathon champion at the Commonwealth Games. Um, low 27s for the 10K. He's an Olympic marathon runner. His credentials stack up. Um, I think it just depends on the middle of the race for Jack. If he can keep himself in contact, I reckon he's a real sniff. If it starts to get away from him a little bit, could be easy to sort of, not easy, but hard to continue that um, momentum, which I think Brett will benefit from given how hard he had to work to get that marathon record and continue mm -hmm. that momentum and keep himself in a steady rhythm. Um, if I had to pick a wild card from the men, yeah. give, me, give me a bit of Andy Buchanan. Give me yeah, Andy Buchanan yeah, yeah. all day long. He's a man. Oh, what three-time national champion? 
Three-time national cross yeah. champion. He's gone mm. in the Com Games now. He's been putting in the fucking work. Jeez, up he's Falls been Creek running at Falls well. Creek for the last eight months, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Taking time off work. You know, he's so, he's doing his thing. He's gone all in, Andy. Yeah, he's all yeah. in. Yeah, I and, reckon he'll he'll do a head-turning performance. If he's not the first Aussie, he'll be up there. Mm. I think yeah, with I with Andy, cool. obviously coming down from his seasonal residence at Falls Creek, he <laughs> um, if it's stinking hot, I'd put money on Andy to be the first person. Yeah, like the first Australian across the line, that, just because that bendigo I, heat. Yeah, well, it is hot there, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but just I tr- I trust him to run the smartest race. I think mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of Kai, Jack, Brett probably got designs on finishing up quite high and being super competitive, and they'll go with the leaders. Yeah, um, you know, and if it, it is hot, I could just see them potentially blowing up, and then Andy sort of just doing the smart marathon thing, just coming through. Yeah, yeah, he'll be one of the like physically strongest guys in the race. And Are we sit? Being mm. that it's a super tough course. Yeah. Are we sleeping on Kai Robinson? Well, I was just about to say that. I mean, I didn't even factor him in to being somebody who would make the team, to be completely mm. honest with you. Mm. Didn't even think about it. I just thought, you know, he's an All-American indoors already. I just assumed he'd want to go out and try and defend that. He still could. He could fly back to America and still go and do the, the NCAA indoors so long as he's qualified. Mm. But I just didn't even consider that he'd want to come back. Um, mm. So... I mean, his 10K to Commonwealth Games was really impressive. He ran incredibly well at a tough um, course in Stillwater, Oklahoma last year for the NCAAs. Mm. Um, he's a competitor. He's a tough competitor. You wonder about the travel. Did he win a big meet, though? Nani Comb or? Yeah. Uh, like did he win? Year? He might have. He might have won Wisco. Yeah. The Nani yeah. Invitational, which is a huge mm. one. Last Australian to do that probably would have been Morgan. Yeah. Um, so I think... I, I think he'll. I think he'll be good. They could but be I hunting think, the boys. They could be. Yeah, you, know, you got me thinking now, Chris. Yeah. I, I I tend to agree with you on the the Andy comment. He'll run a really sensible race, and he's got no pressure. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like not that he's not making up the numbers. I don't want to sound like that at all because I love Andy, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like you're right. Those those guys have so much pressure on them to be so high up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Andy can work himself in this race beautifully and do what Andy does best and run it to perfection. Mm. Um, so I think he's he's in for a really good race. Someone I want to see do really well is Rambo. I love Matt Ramston. Mm. I'm I've always been a big fan. Uh, I think he's a great guy. He's a great character, and I hope this is a race that people then start to respect Matt Ramston a bit more. As I said, he's made every team but the Olympics, mm. um, and he's only what twenty five, I think, probably somewhere around there, twenty six. Um, Could be the, chance yeah. on the big stage to hundred percent. Yeah, you saw what he did at the trials. He got out there, and and he's not going to run that same race at the World Champs. Um, But I think with the right amount of confidence now, and in his home country, I think Rambo can run a good race. I mean, I'm biasly saying they could all run good races. Look, they could blow up. It's going to be 35 degrees apparently that day. Mm. Um, It's going to be hot, but I think the crowd, the the local. Local factors got to be worth places, doesn't it? Like just it the definitely crowd. Does. Definitely does. I, I think it's you have you go particularly for Australians. You go from Europe or America, where you've got a handful of nuffies who love you that call out your name, compared to like <laughs> Jono from fucking Dubbo down the road, who's found the out there, with, with yeah, the who, who's got like a goon sack in his hand, maybe, and he's going like, yeah. He's oh, like, of course that's going to rev you up. Of course it is. Like, it it means a lot. I think having it in your home country, mm. um, and not in a pressure way either. I hope. I hope people aren't putting pressure on these guys and and women. Um, 
There's not a lot of teams, full teams entered as well. So that no, I'm not. thinking, um, you know, if mm. we can we can get ourselves in a position to to, to snag a, a team medal potentially. We're a sniffle. We're a big yeah. sniffle. I reckon mm. I almost think I mean which team which of them do I think will finish highest? I think our open women will finish the highest in teams. Mm. Um open women, junior men, senior men, junior women. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the order will be, but I think we'll be higher than what we've been in years previous, and we've got a we've got a good chance to do some some cool shit for sure. Gonna be exciting, be excited, mate. people! Excited. Mate, we should be excited. Out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should be absolutely pumped. It's if gonna you, be a sick couple of days. You will not have a voice come uh, come Monday. I'd say oh, I'll be gassed. Yeah, yeah, I'll be full gassed. I'm flying back problem. to Melbourne as well, so I'm home. I'm doing like the um and state champs in Victoria, so. State, I don't know if I'm well, doing any Mori plant mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, is state, say, hang on, state champs. It's like a few, I think it's the weekend after because it's uh, two weekends. Oh, yeah, they, it, they uh, split Maury it plant, over the two. It's like a few days after. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, I hope I got the dates right. Otherwise, it's going to be another expensive <laughs> booking of flights. But <laughs> you'll be right. I mean, what's, what's donations, money, right? Mate. Yeah. yeah. Hey, before we, before we quickly go into the uh, Maury Plant meet and a couple of other things that's going on, massive bombshell news came through the Savo, mate. I reckon your phone would have been blowing up. Some yeah. News came in about uh, Peter Bowl. Yes, it was actually. I did get a lot of messages. Um, I didn't see the the post. Obviously, Pete posted it, um, mm. but yeah, my phone was going nuts. I think it's a it's a great situation for the community. I think the fact that Pete, um, given you know how universally loved he is and what he does for the community, and particularly the Sudanese community and everybody who got on board with him in that eight hundred at the Olympics, I think it's um, I think it's fantastic. Um, obviously, it still has to play out now. Like, I still got to wait and see what their investigations come up with later down the line. But he's been exonerated. I mean, his he sample came back um, atypical. So, I mean, everything gets lifted and he can compete and he can train and he can get out amongst the community. So, uh, it'll be good for people to see Pete out and about. But uh, I guess you just you wait and see now. I mean, there's so many cases over the years where these things can last a while. So, hopefully, for Pete's sake, it doesn't drag on too long. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's great that you see athletes like that now able to to train and compete. Um, but yeah, my, my phone was going nuts. It was going ballistic. And to, and I want to say, I do want to say this, particularly as somebody who works in the media, I think there needs to be, uh, someone needs to find out who the leak was that leaked his A sample and forced the hand of AA. Mm-hmm. I think it's just any other workplace, any other industry, they're getting sued. Or they're going to court, or they have yeah, to. Just played out. Someone in the agency is um has tipped off the media. So allegedly, it's yeah. Somebody allegedly, yeah. Somebody has <laughs> tipped them off. Yeah, someone's tipped them off. It got it first got leaked on three AW, I believe. Um, oh. in the rumor file, someone said there's a high profile <laughs> athlete who's you know tested positive. Um, yeah. it doesn't. Take... They didn't see your. No, nah, um, it wasn't me. Yeah, I, was, man, I was behind the eight ball. I wish it was me. I was like, I was like, shit. Yeah, they go, hold on, that Mitchy guy, he's, should he be running 409? So yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and I, I had no idea. And then obviously it started to come out. And then in some of the circles that I know, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, they've, they've got a hold of who it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was um, Pete until it, it came out publicly. But the fact that you can run somebody's name and force somebody's hand without every test possible being done, 
I think yeah. is incredibly unfair um, and unfair to Pete as well and unfair to Athletics Australia, particularly with World Cross coming up and to everybody affected, Pete's family, all that sort of stuff that has to go through that until his B sample is done. I think you should have to wait till both samples are done and then release it from there. And, and so be it, whatever the, whatever it is from there is what it is from there. But if you can, if somebody's releasing it on half facts, like that's fucked yeah. in my opinion and you I mean, and as they a, should be held accountable. As a journalist, man, like that's just hearing this, it, it, the, your industry cops it as well, because you know, someone says something and you go, well, hang on, mate. Like I, you, you should I run this or not? Like, yeah. And then they've gone and run it. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. And as I said, it's sort of, you're almost, um, again, I wasn't directly involved with it. So I was sort of just <laughs> spectating almost as a young journalist, but, mm. um, you have to run it. If the story's there and somebody's figured out who it is and they've got mm. that as a fact, like you, you are tasked to run it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just unfortunate again. Um, mm. you know, no matter what at that time, whether he was, he'd, whatever the situation was, you don't have a right to to run that story without all the facts and all the tests and all everything done and bring his name into disrepute. You know, he, he couldn't win young Australian of the year. It would have jeopardized his endorsements. It jeopardizes mm. his integrity and it jeopardizes all this stuff until you get that B, that B sample and that confirmation or, oh, we're going to keep investigating, whatever it is. Um, mm. You don't have a right to do that to someone in my opinion, but yeah. um, look, it's inconclusive. So, yeah. Pete can train, Pete can compete, Pete can do these things. Athletics Australia lifts it and the, the doping body lifts it. And hopefully it doesn't drag on um, any longer and we can just get on with business. So, um, they, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a massive, I'm just thinking this is a wild thought. Would you, it's probably so much emotional. He's gone through the absolute ringer. Mm. You roll him out, the Murray plan just goes and whacks an 800. And yeah. It's, it'd be if interesting. Eyeballs, yeah. Like if he was at that meet and, and race. It'll be really interesting to see and and how that relationship is now and how, and how even Pete treats the media, right. Or how Pete treats he's I'm sure his close circle is so close that there's Mm. nothing that could break that. But when you're on that fringe and you're somebody who maybe can't be fully trusted now, yeah, you can't imagine that he's going to trust too much or he's going to trust too many people. And Mm. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Um, I wouldn't either if this happened to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's atypical. It's it's come back inconclusive. So, by the power of the law, Pete's good to compete, and Pete's good to go back to doing Pete things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully it doesn't drag on too much longer. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I I probably don't know enough about it all to be honest. But it was um, well, it's all good news for it's the probably community. About three or four hours old. So uh... yeah, I know. I was I was trying to read it and, and wrap yeah. my head around it. Um, but yeah, good for the community. Yeah, good, good for sign. athletics, and hopefully it it um sorts itself out. Yes. Onto that meet, mate. I know last time you got up and about with Curly, your man arriving. So... Big Frederick, yes. The bi- he's in. He's in town. He's in Melbourne. Oh, is he? He's in Melbourne. The big Frederick is in Melbourne. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure where he's rolling around or what he's Didn't doing. Around but, the um... I don't think he cuts. Like, I don't think he does. Like, I wouldn't be able to last a lap, would he? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I... He's, he's, he might be good at it. We never he's, know. We, that, America should put him in the relay. Should see how he goes. <laughs> he's pretty versatile. He's good over 200 and 400. He's a big boy. He's yeah, a big he man, Fred. Street, you wouldn't you wouldn't miss him, that's for sure. He's about <laughs> no. six foot five, Fred. He's he's huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's in town. Hey, well done to you, Zaka. Mayo was correct on the Matt Centrowitz. Yeah, well done. So, you yeah, said you yeah. heard you heard murmurings. <laughs> yeah. But uh 
He didn't hasn't delivered it. in the 800. <laughs> no, he, it wasn't his best performance. Um, <laughs> he would do reps at that pace. Yeah, literally. He, yeah. I mean, he, I know he has come back from a very extensive period off. Um, <laughs> don't be shocked. Long. Yeah, don't, don't be. He almost looked like me out there in the F15. <laughs> um, but don't be shocked if he comes out and just goes fucking bang at Murray Plant. I mean, I was reading something between, uh, he posted on his story, I think, between him and Nick Willis. And Nick Willis was saying like, oh, you know, I came out and ran like a 150 something in the 800 and then ran a 330, 1500 mm. two weeks later or whatever. And Centro was saying the same thing happened to him last time or the time before he was in Australia. He ran pretty slow and then came out and went bang. Some mm. of these guys, Olympic. I tell you what I fucking loved, actually. I watched the Adelaide Track Classic. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to be completely honest because that's who I am. I I was a bit bored watching it. Yeah. Um, but... When I watched the 800 and I saw, um, is it Lockie Raper who won the, the mm-hmm. eight? I missed it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and he comes out and he, they go, how was you, how'd you find the race, Lockie? He goes, yeah, well, it's always good to beat the Olympic 2016 <laughs> champion. Like, I was like, that's, oh, good. That that's good. good chart. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's good chart. Surely like that, that just goes straight in the IG bio. Every oh, 100%. you go to, you just drop that straight into the conversation. I would be. I would be for sure. There were so many good events on at Adelaide as well. There were just, there were so many good events. Yeah. Um, just need to figure out a way to, I think, make it a bit more engaging or even reach people. Yeah, yeah, just reach people more. And I said this last time, I got really fired up, but reach people more outside of athletics. Um, Brady and, and had a good point. Them- and this is big. It's come up so many times. It's like mm. we've just got to stack the events together. So put all the yep. distance runners together, distance events back to back. Because, yep. you know, I'm not going to sit and watch 110-meter hurdles or, mm. or go and sit through the discus. Like, I'll yeah. watch my event and then I'll... I'll yeah, but you should. Off. This is the thing. You should... They sh- It should be engaging enough where it's like you can yeah. transition from event to event and there's shit going on or there's something or like... Maybe if you, you know, were commentating, but if, if yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's going on, what... Well, it's I, just... it's It's got to be something, right? Like... The, I hate when people said like people are saying to me on Saturday, they're like, oh, athletics is broken. Like, oh, I can't, it can't be fixed. It's like, no, fuck that. Like it can be fixed. Like, and it doesn't need that much tweaking, but it needs something. There needs to be, you know, pre, pre race shows, like get the fucking panel there. Like they do in the footy, set them up at the track, get somebody out talking to people at the athletics track, have some fucking fireworks or something, get them walking out to entrance music. I don't care if they're walking out with fashion things when they walk into the, like the track, do something, Mm. do something that's hide the ego put the pride aside and be like athletics is a gentleman's sport. And we've been doing this the same way since the first fucking Olympics in 1896, <laughs> get out there and yeah. do something different. Bring eyeballs to athletics. Cause then it's sponsors and then it's influence. Bring influencers. I don't give a fuck. Bring, bring yeah, people we in talked here. About last time yes. putting Logan Paul on the stuff. Yeah. Logan bring Paul him in. <laughs> Whatever you want. He would have a crack. Mate, he's a yeah. WWE superstar now. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like this guy has a crack at anything. Um, there needs to be something done. I, I respect what AA does. I'm not trying to piss off AA. I just think something else needs to be done. Something needs to be added to this. To make are they it getting it right anywhere else though? Like in the US, I've seen these indoor meets are, are absolutely going bananas in terms yes. of times and events. And, and what yeah. are they doing there that's maybe we can but do? They got, they got, so New Balance this year brought in, um, they got all their athletes. Celeste Mucci was one of them in Boston. Oh, yeah. They got yeah. them to come in as, you know, in the NBA, when they do the fit checks, they walk in and all their swag kit. <laughs> they filmed them all coming. They filmed wow. them all coming into the stadium. They did their fucking cool. fit check. Yeah. They had fireworks going off. The Sidious Mag boys, they do a pre-show, post-show 
pre-athlete nice. interview lead up. They've got like Kyle Merber around the traps. They've got mm. Mac Fleet. They've got discus throwers. They've got all, the, they mix and match. They get everything and everyone in there. Look mm-hmm. at Matt Denny, Matt Denny and um, Brandon Stark run a podcast. Mm. You don't think He's, putting those two fucking people out there on the athletics track? Well, surely just mic them the, up for the whole for the mic whole them meet. up. It's get like, a Bluetooth mic. Yeah. It's an opening meet mm. for Matt Denny. They it's can not, take it off. They can take it off when they throw or that. Hundred like, yeah. percent. They're sitting around cracking jokes the whole time. Like, Do so, the, yeah. Wait, wait in between. Think about when they mic up AFL players in the NFL. Mm. They mic them up. NBA. Yeah. They they play with the mic on. Mm. You're telling me in the NBA they can play fucking forty eight minutes of basketball with a microphone, mm. and we can't strap one on Matt Denny. To, mm. to throw the discus or Still somebody in the, somebody in the steeple, someone in whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even just little things like, couldn't we just get like camera technology is that good? Couldn't we just get a little camera, like a drone? How, how could like call some of that drone footage of NCAA is you sort of see yes. them all starting across? Like we could do something like that across the track. It doesn't have to be all that fancy. Put the gator out there, put the car like, on the track and drive yes. around in front of them and put the camera on the back and put somebody yeah. with a microphone next to it and flash to them and go like, how is it on track? And you're like, oh, it's fucking pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would I would sit there and go like, that is that is good content. That That's is where the what I really enjoyed about the Commonwealth Games footage was that, you know, it was really close to the action and it was shot mm. at eye level. So yeah. you actually got a really good sense of how fast everyone was moving. Mm. Whereas, you know, I guess the, the budget at AA to film on YouTube probably in real high. So I get that from that perspective. But the actual, I mean, the product is good in terms of the, the, the best athletes in the country. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the product's yeah. fine. The athletes are fine. The the events are the, fine. It's mm. the entertainment. Mm. Yeah, it's the well, entertainment even, value. It's even for mine, like I watched, I watched a good couple of hours on mm. Saturday night, and the commentary just came across really flat <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. pedestrian. And look, like nothing against Dave Colbert and just, you know, I don't expect them to know absolutely everything about everyone that competes in the sport. And I'm sure mm. it was put together at short notice, but um, it just doesn't do the sport any favors as such. What um, would you want to see as a, as a, as a fan then in that as regard? As a fan, I get excited. Like, so Mitch, I love listening to you. I'm biased because you're sitting here right in front of me. Now. <laughs> yeah. Bad as every other week when you're not on. No, yeah. <laughs> that Mitch guy is real shit. Oh, Jesus. We've got Mitch, you on again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 love that guy. Yeah. No, but you bring energy. Energy is yeah. infectious. And when you've got someone that you're talking to and they're passionate about what they're talking about, the actual product on screen doesn't really matter because you're like, oh, shit, what am I missing out on? What's he talking about? Mm. He sounds like this is absolutely amazing. What is it? What's going Mm. on? And you're just drawn to it. It's like moth to a flame. You're like, I've got to get a piece of this. What is this? Yeah. You know, he sounds like he's loving it. Give me some of that. (laughs) And, um, you know, and it it flows on. And, you know, even it develops personalities or it gives people a, a chance no i agree with you like you comment where you know lucky raper is having a chat and he, you know he's like hey i just beat this dude who won a gold medal at the at the 1500 at the olympics how good is this and he's smiling like hang on i want more of him yeah you know, rowan browning signing autographs for 15 year old kids on the on the fence like yeah you know let's pump some of these people up and not just sort of it was almost like they were padding time until they got to an event that they really knew a bit about like oh here we go we're on here we're on we're going to talk about the 100 and here's jack hale like remember him he was really good years ago and yeah um you know and they sort of had a bit more to talk about but um so when the when the knowledge is met with the enthusiasm to go 
mm. the best people in the country, all of a sudden it just clicked. Yeah. But there was just so many flat spots amongst the coverage. Um, yeah. It sort of made it really hard. And unless, um, you know, the, the biggest thing, like I, and <laughs> watching the men's 5K and the biggest draw card for them was talking about Seth O'Donnell's hair. Mm. Yeah. Which would be a bit better than that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, great, great fella, Seth. Plays in a rock band. Um, won the national cross country last year, you know, but obviously hasn't made it to world cross. You know, let's let's talk about his credentials and pump him up. And you know, he's just, he's quite young. He's only mm. new to the sport. Those guys could be capable of anything. And um, we just wanted to talk like he was a member out of um, Led Zeppelin, or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. So um, yeah, like I just yeah, I want I want you there, Mitch. I want to have a <laughs> word to AA. And I think, you know, we talk about breakthrough events for our athletes. I think this weekend is going to be a breakthrough event for you, mate. AA are going to realise what they've got on their hands mm. and they just can't do without you, mate. It's going to be Mori Plant. It's going to be pencilled in like the guy that uses the, um, the pretend excited voice to introduce the athletes. No, no, we can him. I've had enough of him. He can go. He, he needs some more coffee. Like it's, he's just at the end of his tether. I think Mitch Dyer, in we go. It's full energy. It's full noise. Let's think back to the Zatapet call and there were eight laps to go, mate, and you were giving it 110% eight laps. <laughs> That's what I want to sell the sport. Yeah. That's what I oh, need. Mate, I really appreciate that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one coming. So I really appreciate that. It's um, yeah. But energy yeah. is infectious. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's like I've been really, really lucky. I think working with particularly – I love commentating next to Mick Messini. Mm. and when i get to commentate with mick it's never we're never fully rehearsed right and and this is like i'm gonna plug it now like Lockie reyna has been one of the best things for athletics in Mm. such a long time and i wish he got more respect he doesn't like to be spoken about but i'm going to speak about him he will give anyone and anything a go so long as they come in and they're passionate Mm. like it went before it was jimmy o'connell um, he was so good. He moved to Queensland. He couldn't do it anymore. I only got into it because I messaged Lockie and was like, Hey mate, if you need anybody, let me know. And let me know. And anytime I send that to anyone else, they're like, Oh fuck, whatever, mate. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, mate, jump on. He's like, get mm. in, sit in the room, learn it. And, uh, and away you go. And I just wish some other companies had that mentality because like, as much as I agree, you've got to bide your time and you've got to learn your craft and then you get your opportunity. You can bide your time and learn your craft for as long as you want, but without the opportunity, you can't fully develop it. Like if you're not in that position, you can't fully develop it. So I love commentating with Mick. I love commentating with Tim as well. He's not as lively, but his knowledge. And then when we get together, I spark him up and he also brings me, gives (laughs) me the knowledge. He gives me the know-how to do what I'm doing. And he lets me run. Like only sometimes he's been like, Mitch, pull it back and i'm like okay yeah tim you're right like you're right take it down to 99 yeah i'm like you're absolutely right like you're so right he's underrated i think underappreciated in victoria as well but i mean look surrounding aa like i always put my hand up i I always put my hand up and go i'm ready to go tell me where you want to get it got to a point where i was like i'll i'll fly there you tell me where you want me i'll fly there and it just it hasn't quite worked for me i mean lynchy's there he does such an amazing job but yeah i think enthusiasm is is what it's all about, right? Because I always say this and I don't want people to take it negatively, but running and athletics 
can be fucking boring. It is literally putting your left leg in front of your right or throwing something and jumping something. But if you can make it romantic, if you can make it entertaining and show people that this isn't the common man, this isn't Kath and Kim going out for a walk, Kath and Cal Day night, like <laughs> this is some serious high octane shit happening on the track right now. You can change perception. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. If it's not, I, I really appreciate that, Chris. Like I do, I'm almost lost for words. But if it's not me, I hope it's somebody else that brings that fucking energy and no. just gets in there and goes for it. Because I've I've never had someone come up to me and go like, Mitch, tone it down. Except for yeah. that one guy at Zatapec who was like, you ruined time. <laughs> <laughs> Except for him. He's yeah. the only one. But no. No, um, we love it. But yeah, yeah, you think about it. Tell me a story. Make it yeah. exciting. Mm. And, you know, the performers are the ones you don't have to worry about because you know what you're going to get from them. Yeah. But if you can 100%. tell me a story and make it exciting, I reckon we're there. And I would say that, like, young kids as well, or guys who, or, and women who are coming out of um, sport and have thought about doing it, literally message, like, Lockie, message somebody. I do it for footy as well. I message the VAFA. I've been commentating them mm. now for the last three years. Um, and I'll hopefully step up and do some VFL and some other things Um over the course of time but like if you think you have a passion for this if you think that you can do it message someone because we need more you need more people there's mm. going to become a time where these older generational callers who are so amazing and good at their mm. job they're going to stop and well, if there's I love no the- young people coming through it's like mm. what are they going to do i was going to say i love hearing tuning in and hearing different voices yeah. And different perspectives. And, you know, you get someone like yourself, some young people, some people who just, you, you just go, oh, wow, I didn't know this. You know, and, and then you just learn a lot of a different perspectives. So I think that's good as well. 100%. Hey, mate, 100%. We'll, um, we're going to wrap it up shortly, but uh, we'll just quickly. Well, yeah, what's this stitch up? Hold on. Yeah, what's oh, this? I'm so... just assuming it's a stitch up. No, it's not. It's not oh, actually. Okay. No, no, not oh. a stitch up at all. So wow. interesting random story. And I just thought, Mitch Dyer is the sort of person who would appreciate this. <laughs> That's so, so concerning. Bendigo 5K event on Friday night, mate. Went across there and had a number of races. About 100 people took part. Wow. Like, a mini, like a mini version, I guess, of um, Vic Myler's club. Obviously That's not sick. quite the, the depth, but it was a lot of fun. Mm. Anyway, caught up with a few runs of PB guys and um, one of the ones there, he has handed us a DVD. I don't know if you can see that, but it's called Reverse, Reverse Runner. Runner. Now, you're on the surface thing, oh, yeah, righto, straight to DVD. Why would I watch this? But yeah. have you ever, I'd imagine you're, you're a man of the people. You would have watched Dodgeball at one stage and found yes. it very humorous. 100%. No, good man. Well, this is almost like an Australian made comedy version. But instead what of dodgeball, dodgeball, but instead of dodgeball, it's people running backwards. So what? instead of, there's a couple of really good cameos in here. So Who we got? Of, well, instead of Patches O'Hoolahan, we've got John Jones, who's paid by... Now, you may have heard of him. Steve Monaghetti. What? Yes. There's a cameo from Monas playing... What the hell? Yeah. So, Monas plays the 100-metre reverse running legend, John Jones. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So, he's a bit like Patches O'Hoolahan, for those that have watched a bit of dodgeball. Does really he drink his own piss? Well, <laughs> apparently, it's sterile and he likes to taste yeah. but, um <laughs> Yeah, so look, there's that. And we've just been talking about commentary all night. There's also a cameo from Bruce McAvaney. No way. Yes. Yes way. (laughs) In the movie. Yes. Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) 
So, oh my um, god, what was yeah, going so on in their lives at the time? Gee, <laughs> check on the boys. Must have been the off season. Must have been check on the boys. Must have been no ponies running. Filmed back in 2013, so um, it is. That's uh, not even that long ago. Ten years ago. Think about what we're all doing ten years ago. Um, yeah. I, for one, would have just turned 30. So, um, oh, you old geez. bastard! I, I know. Look at the IMDb <laughs> reviews, mate. Someone just gave it a six. <laughs> a six. <laughs> this this low like budget a... flick will entertain you throughout. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it now. He gave it a six. Wasn't that entertaining? Six, six pretty good on IMDb. That's not bad. Yeah, normally. Give it a thumbs down, though. Nah, oh. Clearly a typo. That's a bit stiff. Yeah. Probably really meant to. You can't go with six and a thumbs down. It was meant to be a nine, I think. They're pretty close together. Yeah, like ju- yeah. yeah. They've just done it the wrong way around. <laughs> but um, no, so those of you like, who aren't fortunate enough to be able to see us because we're not on YouTube being live streamed. Yeah. It's called Reverse Runner. And it's brought to you from the same director who did 101 Dalmatians. Great, great flick. The Mighty Ducks. Oh, oh, hang on. And Mitch, wait for it. Zach, this is probably your vintage too. (laughs) Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Oh, wow. He's got heavy hitters involved. Wait, so what's what's going on with all these blokes? Are they okay? (laughs) They're all successful and they've they've done the fucking reverse runner. Yeah. Have you, you know, watched it yet? And, and have you watched Colac. it? I haven't had a chance to sit down, but it was made in Colac. Um, no it's, way. It's You're telling me the bloke who stars. produced yeah. Bill and Ted went yeah. to fucking Colac. <laughs> he did. And filmed stuff with Bruce McAvaney and Mona. Yep. And there's a picture of Mona he's, on the back here. And gone. Mona looks half cooked. No way. Can you put it up? Um, I'll just try oh, and yeah. hop it in the camera. Um, oh, Mona. Oh, Mona. Mona, Mona looks that? like he's got the munchies. He looks like the shocker. he looks like the weird uncle at your family reunion. <laughs> That's not good. Mona, so I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm go. gonna look it up. The reverse a Valentine's Day movie for you, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, just me and the reverse runner. <laughs> I don't want to sound sexual. Actually, I, should, I don't want to. Yeah, don't get the wrong eye. Don't snip that the wrong way. <laughs> that'll I'm be in the, the wrong way. That will be in the Insta story. Um, yeah, that that'll be in the show notes. And learn about <laughs> Mitch sure, doing a Valentine's mate. reverse runner. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> oh, on Netflix. Is fun. This will be the in the top ten Australian. Uh, Gotta be of all solid, time. Solid six out of ten on IMDb. Well, I haven't so watched definitely. it, but it's giving me big castle vibes. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Like that that DVD was giving me massive castle vibes. Mm. <laughs> it's got very very similar tunes. Um, I'm excited. Possible possible trading post vibes in the yeah um, big jousting sticks. sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. oh god. Oh, oh, I'm actually feeling for the people that are out in a run listening to this trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry. I apologize. We went on a real tangent there. I apologize. But I mean sometimes you're gonna do it. Reverse runner. If you're running right now, go home, watch it. Mm. Give it a crack yourself. Yeah, it's all there. Monas everything you want's there. Mitchie, one, one yeah. other thing. Uh, yeah. World record chat, which we do every week. Uh, yeah. Last week, we had a bloke who put 129 T-shirts on and ran a half marathon. <laughs> Sorry? 129? <laughs> True story. How's two his hours, nipples? 45. These yeah, nipples would cease to exist. Yeah. <laughs> they would be dead. He had a full support crew dressing him. What? They just kept putting them on? Yeah. 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 Oh, so he didn't start with 129? 
Yeah, no, no, well, he started with one and then put one on at a time until he Sparking had 129 hell. and got out there and did it. But yeah. oh he, my um, god, it was funny. I've seen the the footage of him putting him on. He's actually quite a slim man, and then by the time he puts him on, he he's like would jumbo. Swear, yeah, he would have thought he's 130 kilos. Bloody hell, that would be so Jimmy. heavy too. We had Jim yeah. Hansen on last week, and we asked yeah. him and said, "Oh, how many reckon? How many t-shirts reckon this world record holders put on him? What did Jimmy say? Oh, Fifty one. <laughs> 51. <laughs> Jimmy thought he was being a bit outrageous. Yeah, no, get out Some of here, silly don't boys. 51, don't be, maybe. Don't be stupid. Like, Come on, no, Jimmy. Mate, you're Jimmy. smarter than that, Jimbo. Pull your head in, Jimmy. You're, Come on, Jimbo. You're, you're a respected good, member of society. You're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> don't don't give people, you know, no one has a reason to make fun of Tasmanians yet. So don't be <laughs> the first one to give them a reason, Jimbo. Come on. Come and on. This- and then just uh, this week's actually we've got a serious one. This is not in the Ooh. Guinness Book of Records, but uh, I reckon it should be because it is came from the Dubai Marathon. And the headline was it Let's Run. It was yep. the headline reads, I had to read it a couple of times because it says World Champs brother and wife win Dubai Marathon. So Tola, you know, Tola, yeah. the, uh, he, his brother's gone out and whacked a 205. 42 debut, won the race. Right. Tola's wife is in the same race. She, Dira Dida, has run two hours 21. Fuck me. They both won. <laughs> what a family. <laughs> what a flex off. I won the Dubai Marathon. So did I. Well, I won the World Champs. So realistically, who's the, who's, who would have got more money? The Dubai Marathon would have got more money, I reckon, <laughs> than the World Champs. My uncle was running that Dubai Marathon. No way. Yeah, big George Dyer. If you ever seen him yeah. around Knox, that's that's my uncle. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, okay, that's no, my uncle. He's, he's yeah. done a, a lot of marathons. Yeah, he's done a stupid amount of marathons. Yeah. He's on. He calls them the KFC tours. So what he does is he flies all around the world and runs marathons. He's trying <laughs> to run a marathon in every state of America. That's his goal. He's at like thirty six states or something like that too. <laughs> no way. Fucking yes. ridiculous. And he eats the KFC every time after every marathon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fucking insane. That's crazy. What a family yeah. of marathon runners. Imagine sitting around a Christmas dinner table talking about yeah. mar- bringing up your marathon off. PBs. You feel so bad. Yeah. You'd be like a loser for a 205. <laughs> you imagine that? You'd be a king in Australia, but you're a loser at the family dinner. Yeah. Mate, you're not it's even the fastest one. at the table. Nah. Yeah. You actually just have to sit at the kids' table. Go sit with the 207 people. Yeah. <laughs> don't even get, yeah. 205s and above over there, you big loser. Get over there, you big bitch. Right over there. Yeah. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> Bloody hell. That's insane. Uh, nah. That is it. That was definitely, right. yeah. No t-shirts involved in that one. Nah, that's a straight, like, cut the, you cut the holes at the nipples there. That's how you get aerodynamic, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon they're really, I bet they're really short as well. I don't know why, but I think marathon runners would be faster if they're short. <laughs> There's no scientific evidence behind that. That's just something I think every time I watch one, I'm like, oh, if Kipchoge was like, Five inches know. shorter, would he be faster? Yeah, Probably how not. Tall, how tall is he? I mean, we no one knows how old he is, you know. He's yeah, either he's father 40, time. But anywhere between 30 and 60, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon uh, he's, he's is he over six foot? I've never nah, seen him. No, 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 he's not. He's 1.67. He's my fuck do you know that? Did you look at you looking oh, yeah, at yeah, yeah, looking yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say that was extensive <laughs> running encyclopedia. If you're like, yeah, he's one sixty seven, actually, come to think of it. Yeah. Bloody hell. You won 67, Zaka. Yeah. Oh, I reckon, yeah, with, with the Mizuno super shoes on, I'm about 167. Yeah. Yep. Just keep, in the old school on. flats, about 164. 
yeah, keep them on, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> That's a good call. Uh, hey, there you go. Amazing. Yeah. Bit of a hype chat. So, um, the things you know. <laughs> All right, Mitchie. I'm Guys, looking forward to catching up with you over the weekend, mate. Thank Thanks you so much. On. I'll see you at Bathurst. Anybody, if you're not going, that's totally fine. But it's going to be on SBS, I believe, or Viceland. Or Viceland, I think it's going to be yes. televised on. So if Live. you're around your TV, if you're not, grow the fuck up and get to your TV <laughs> and watch the Aussies do some cool stuff. It's going to be amazing. Athletics Australia has done a massive job to get this all organized. Big shout out to to Tom Thorpe. I love you, Thorpey. Um, Lockie Morehouse, Sasha Rayner, everybody at AA done a great job. Keen to get there. Keen yeah. to blow the fucking <laughs> lid off a joint that doesn't have one. Let's go. I'm keen. Get the flags out, mate. I'm excited. Yeah, Bitches. I might swear budgie smugglers the whole time. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> presenting the, exciting. Uh, awesome, presenting mate. the gold medals to the relay team around, what, three o'clock? Three, yeah, four o'clock? So, yeah, somewhere around there, I think. Pencil it in. It's in mm. there. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. We're going to give them Dom Perignon as well. Just spray it like it's Bathurst. We'll be set. Love it, mate. Yeah, we'll be set. Enjoy, buddy. Thanks, boys. Appreciate (laughs) you. See ya. That was, uh, as Mitch puts it, high-octane chat. (laughs) It was, mate. That was the fullest of noises. Uh, She's 100% energy the whole time. So revved up like a Holden for uh, Bathurst. No, he's ready to go. He's charging. Hopefully, he... um, winds down a bit tonight so it's fresh for the weekend just a nice little taper into the weekend for Mitch but what a legend mate we're very lucky to be able to spend some time with someone who's just that passionate uh, yeah. about about running and what's happening on the national scene and I think you know we're all better off for, for being able to share a bit of time with him 100% mate hey um before we wrap up just a quick one there's a few things coming up we're talking um obviously talking the Big races, but some fun runs going on, mate. There's a few uh, few of our athletes getting along. And one that we we thought we'd mention is Run Warrandyte. Uh, that's yes. actually an area that uh, out in south in in eastern Melbourne. I used to run. Uh, I did a few runs out in Warrandyte. It's a cracking spot at the old Warrandyte State Park. And there's a few events going on on the Sunday, the fifth of March. So you got a bit of time. I know I've got a couple of my athletes programmed in doing the five K. There's gee, there's, I was just looking at their website. So they've got they've gone full full uh, gamut of uh, events. Mm. They've got an under under eight kids. Is that right? Under eight kids race. Yes, there's an under eight kids race, yeah. mate. A two point two k. So mm-hmm. um, you have to sort of graduate up to that into a five k. 10k 15k and a 21k so mm. bunch of events going on it's um like i mentioned at the warrandite state park which is along the yarra river so you're talking from yeah probably 25k out of the center of melbourne so it's not that far out beautiful part of the world got some coffee vans some food um you can get a massage there they got entertainment uh, our man um james so physio life is the sponsor of the 5k so i reckon you'll see james on the front line um probably in a physio life uh <laughs> onesie or some kind of setup <laughs> getting the get the name out there so our um our partner physio life and obviously james so they've got behind the 5k so yeah it's going to be a cracking event no, I like the sound of that, mate. Lots of options there alongside the Yarra, beautiful course. Um, and 5th of March, so we're only a couple of weeks away. So, you know, nice, yeah. get a nice cool morning down there and, and run a fast time. Yeah, do some, yeah it's um, 
those community events, I know you've been involved with, with a bunch of community mm. events up your way. They take a lot of effort to, to put together and these guys have done a sterling job putting all those uh, events on. So if you are um, looking for a race, yeah, www.runwarrandite.com. We'll put it in the show notes. But, yeah, that'll be cool. And we'll recap that when uh, when the re- results come in um, next month, mate. That sounds good. Looking forward to that. Mm. Okay, mate. Been a big one. Got to get uh, got to get some rest before um, getting up to Bathurst, mate. And uh... <laughs> no, that's it, mate. I just all the best for your road trip. Uh, I know you're looking forward to spending a bit of time with Brady and, and heading up. And um, you're gonna punch your ticket in the golden ticket race, mate. Have a bit of a. a no, I'm not entered in the golden ticket. Uh, I'll jump in a. We're gonna go to the park run. I don't know if we're gonna do. We're probably gonna do a long run on the. Um, Sunday, so we'll probably maybe on the Saturday include that. Uh, I'll, I'll punch out a session, but uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting, mate. Some uh, some media commitments in there, and just um, rubbing shoulders with some of the big names. So that'll always be. <laughs> be fun. That sounds like your typical Sunday long run, rubbing <laughs> shoulders with some of the big names. And um, well, we got the presser, press so yeah, with Cheppers in there and uh, Seb Cove. You got any? Any parting thoughts? Any questions you want me to ask, Seb? Yeah. Um, oh, that's put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe see like what Seb's availability is like. Might be able yeah. to just see if he's Seb got he a spare half an hour next Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. See if he wants to come down for the Botan. Yeah, nice. look, Botan, it's a lovely spot here in Shepparton. Maybe the future side of a cross-country world championship. Ooh, I like it. I'll pitch, I'll pitch it to him. Mm, I'll send you some photos. I like it. <laughs> All right, mate. We will chat next week and we'll be, geez, we'll be unpacking a big weekend of athletics. Looking forward to it, mate. There's going to be some great stories to be told, that's for sure. Enjoy, mate. We'll speak soon. Cheers, mate. See ya. See ya. Yeah.